0: the pin
1: pineapple pin oh yeah yeah you'd have to see it
0: um, well that's the intro of the podcast i guess well anyway what's up guys um matt was reciting a children's video of something anyway uh we are in wyoming driving from cody wyoming to billings for our flight tomorrow sunday night we just shot the gunworks nrl hunter match kind of a last minute trip out here was a lot of fun um for one of us and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway just wanted to check in it's been a minute guys appreciate you guys reaching out i know a handful of you guys been like what are you guys doing <laughs> well we're doing a lot of stuff but not doing a lot of podcasts so jake's busy I, we've been busy running around a lot of a lot of good work a lot of fun stuff with shooting but also super busy with work matt's the same just a just busy time of year family baseball Work, just all the all the good stuff. So, um, kids, kids you have
1: kids, and then they start playing baseball and doing sports and goodness. Mm,
0: that's a lot. So.
1: Selfish little
0: buggers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> My oldest is in a baseball tournament right now, and I'm in sh- I'm shooting, but it's a we're both doing our thing. So anyway, <laughs> no, um, yeah, it's been a little bit. Uh, we did one a, little, a while back, but. Um, yeah, driving back, just shot the match. Matt burned it down. Um, yeah, I shot good. Just, it, it, anyway, you shot
1: good. You just didn't impact very good.
0: Yeah, I just still got to gotta troubleshoot some things when I get home uh, before the next match. But anyway, uh, I don't know catching up. I don't even know where we were. It's been a minute, and we've had a bunch of matches. Um, I mean, you, a while back, you won was it jim c's match
1: yeah jim c's match in iowa a month or month or so ago i man i've shot i won jim c's match in iowa and then i went and shot the montana match where you're super excited about that match uh, where i got second i I tried
0: to have him do a podcast the problem with matt so spoiler alert matt won this weekend It shot very well it was fun to watch um and so I know I can get a podcast out of Matt when he wins, but he's too arrogant or something to film one when he does bad. I can't do a podcast when I shoot bad. I'm like, well, you certainly can, and people can learn from it. But he doesn't, so we win, and I can get a podcast out of him. So we got to cover the bad stuff when I get him on after the good stuff. Oh, so and- we're going through the bad stuff because those are the painful ones. And in my opinion, you learn a lot more from pain than you do from winning. When everything goes well, you're like, well, that was fun, and and. Uh, there we go. What'd you learn? I don't know. I hit everything, and we've all had, you know. There's some days you guys have all had weekends that just go your way, and everything lines up, and it just seems pretty easily, pretty easy. Last weekend for me, I just everything I aimed at, I hit. Matt had the same kind of vertical issues I had this weekend, and it just turns it match that felt easy to me to match that sucked for Matt, and and that was same this weekend. Matt burned it down, and I just got I just got wrecked, and so. Felt a little. It didn't feel. It just well, doesn't feel hard. I don't know what it feels like. It this just feels like terrible. Jim's <laughs>
1: match in Iowa. I, I well, I dropped two points all weekend. Felt and it was the last stage of each day. I dropped one point, one point, and I felt like I just couldn't miss positions. I was building good shots. I was breaking. Everything was easy. And the following weekend or two weekends after, whatever it was, I shot the Montana match. Day one, I dropped two or three points. I uh, just felt like I was on point. Had a a handful of point lead going into day two cleaned the first couple stages and with three stages ago I zeroed the stage and I lost the match and it was <laughs> <laughs> it ate at me pretty good I, I I woke up from literal nightmares from that for days yeah. I, from that stage and it was I it was across this canyon and a, it, was the, it was the four rams the four rams uh, left to right so you kind of Came back closer, then went back out further. They, they weren't far, 750, something like that, average, 7 to 800 yards. And Seth Howard, who was the match director. No. no, not Seth Howard.
0: He's the Idaho match director.
1: <sighs> Too many. Uh, Seth.
0: I wasn't there. Don't put this on me.
1: Uh, stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Great. Doing it. The defiance <laughs> match in Montana was awesome.
0: And Seth McFarlane. No. <laughs> I'm. McNally? No. Seth McNally? Dude, we haven't,
1: no. we haven't slept for like a week. I apologize. This is bad. The match was great, and the match director told me, he's like, man, that canyon. It, and there were 12 people in a row, I think, who the best – I think someone got a one. And I just watched zero after zero after, right after me. And I don't I, – the first shot, I was sure I missed just left. I adjusted, was sure I missed just right. Go to the next target, I – I thought I missed under, adjusted, missed over, and proceeded to do that for eight shots and just couldn't get a point. And I, I – maybe something with my gun, uh, maybe something with I, – I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I saw the impacts I, wrong. Thoughts. I don't know what it was. But I know I had that match won, and I lost that match. Um. It was and a big it,
0: match. There was 160 shooters there. Yeah. It was a big match. And I won
1: it last year, so you're you're looking for the repeat. It was a great prize table. Amazing match. It's such a cool venue. I, I
0: <sighs> So I wasn't there. I talked to Rusty. He was there. Um the um Um Rust, I think it was. Rusty said it was hard to spot shots in there. And then you, from I'm gathering from the outside in, I'm looking. From I had a stage this weekend where I missed just under the belly of an elk at a long range, nine hundred. There was nine hundred and eleven hundred yard targets. Just under the belly. I didn't see it go under, but I saw dust come over the back. And to me, it was clear as day. I missed just over the back. So I held back, I measured, held down down to the belly, and then I missed way low. And I was like, what is going on? Do I have vertical? Seth
1: McNally. Seth
0: McNally? Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. Or Mick. Mick and Allie.
1: You know what? Whatever. We know who. It is. Anyway. I said Seth from the start. Why did I get in the last names? Continue.
0: <laughs> oh, I was joking about McFarlane. I was like, oh, that's McNally. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I need to go to that match. I've been to it. Um, I think
1: it's one of the best venue. It's so awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyways. except for this one. Well, I mean, this venue was pretty epic. This um, was okay. And I just wonder if you didn't you didn't see one wrong. What I what happened to me? I got a three on stage right out of the gate. Second stage of Saturday, and it kind of just. Off and on, snowball from there. But um, just I saw one wrong, it compounded. I held low, I missed lower. I go to the next target, 1100. Shoot two and see nothing. So then I'm guessing. I could come back, hit it, hold back and hit it. So I was instead of being high, I was low. And then once they start compounding, it goes fast. And I just wonder maybe there's obviously some up and some down drafts because everybody was getting wrecked. And at 700 yards, you're going to hit a ram. Oh, if you're no. sawing all weekend, you're, those rams are generally, like, you're, if you're hitting coyotes, coyotes are the, probably coyotes foxes are the scariest targets, and a lot of the match directors run them out far because they think they're wide for wind, but then you get a tenth and a half or two tenths of vertical where they get out there a long ways, and those get sporty. But if you're hitting those, then you come to a ram who's, you know, three, four tenths tall.
1: I felt like I could have hit those rams with my bow.
0: Yeah, and then you miss those, and there's obviously some up or down going on, but then maybe that compounds with – those are painful. I had a few this weekend, and I feel, I feel the pain. But
1: Well, so then I, I came off that, and I was like, oh, that was just the worst, the worst. And we go to the Leopold NRL Hunter match, which we decided to RO, so mm-hmm. we shot it all on Friday. And I was the first shooter out of the ROs, and I <laughs> didn't find a target – and so I decided to skip that target at the last second, shoot the final target so I can at least get a six. And I forgot to say skip, so my impact didn't count. <laughs> so I get a four on the first stage. and it Not just, a hard stage. It was a, it, and it, that ended up being the stage that I RO'd all weekend, just so I could be reminded of how bad I sucked on it. <laughs> but that was only the start. I, You know, I um, end up shooting, I think I clean the next stage, clean the next stage, and then drop two. An over and an under, and then the next stage, an over and an under, yeah. and then the next stage an over and a, and it just I kept and then I'd clean a really hard stage and I'd clean another really hard stage, and then just a give me stage, I'd have three over and unders i there was one it was four hundred yards or something on these little cougar things, and I missed three i it, didn't i couldn't under and on a buy off a bipod like i could not understand how i would miss these over under over and i i still don't know i kind of just went home clean everything really scrub my barrel re- rework my load i just started from scratch because whatever the heck had happened to me and, and i ended up i didn't even place just
0: for example matt and i generally shoot pretty close together like in hunter matches we're every once in a while we'll have a big swing but generally, we're pretty close. I dropped seven. You dropped 23. Yeah. It was the opposite this weekend. Same thing this weekend. You dropped four, and I dropped 20. Uh, I, or, I, yeah. I think I dropped 20 this weekend. So, so same, just exact opposite. And, and all of them. Same reasons. Prone
1: stages. Yep, 100%. You, you had time to range them. You found the target. You laid down prone. Oh, I, I know what the wind is. And an over and an under. And, not. and it just... It, these NRL hunter targets, there's a lot of them that you think would be pretty easy, like you said, because they're a mill and a half wide, but they're two or three tenths tall. Yeah. And if if and you're
0: off, if you're, there's a, if you're off a tenth, a tenth or two on your dope, where you have a little vertical in your gun, and then you have a little up or down draft, there's, there's a cow a elk. Cow elk yeah. I just look at this mule deer just back there. But.
1: I'm about to move to Wyoming.
0: Oh, Everybody else already did though, yeah. and the property skyrocketed like three years ago. Oh, yeah. And we were informed not to move here. So anyone listening, don't move to Wyoming.
1: Yeah, they don't. They don't want us Washington and Oregon types, no. and I don't blame them.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, I agree. Um, the uh, but yeah, it just it doesn't take much to miss miss. I don't know when you're like I said when your stuff's on, sometimes they feel easy, and when they're off, man, it just hurts. But. Um,
1: Well, and we weren't, we, this wasn't, this Gunworks match wasn't necessarily on our schedule, but kind of nothing gone right for us the last couple matches, at least for me. Well, I've
0: had three burners in a while. Yeah, you've
1: been, we'll talk about you in a second, you've been on a heater, but I was on a real cooler, (laughs) and I I needed to get that out of my system. I said, John, we are going to the Gunworks match.
0: He called me And li- it.
1: luckily, you came along with me. So.
0: Well, I was, and we met up with a guy from Kafara that was fun. We're um, kind of a last-minute thing, and met up with them and talked about some packs and some stuff. So good guys down here. They relocated from Colorado to Wyoming, and so one of the designers came up and we hung out for a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, well, so I don't even know where to.
1: Like, well, so coming into this match, like just I am came into this so gun shy on elevation, just.
0: Because All of- week long, I'm I'm. This is a very busy time of me for you. I'm doing a little more landscaping than I'd like to admit, and I've been working a lot. And so, when I get home, we fly out at five tomorrow. Get home, work. work I've been working some some pretty solid days lately, getting up real early and going to bed real late, working on uh, at my house, and then working long days at work, and then working real late till at the house, trying to get projects done. And uh, Matt's losing his mind. So I got. 13, 14, 13 or fourteen calls. I looked them up. I told my wife when I got home on on Wednesday. I, I was like, Matt called me, thir- I can't remember thirteen or fourteen times about working on this guy. Like, okay, I art- like
1: to bounce an idea no, off I do guy. too.
0: I do too. But I was so busy and it was hilarious. I was like, Okay, okay, cool. Try that. Called back. What about this? I was like, I don't know. Try it and let me know. I was like, Every, every time I like killing equipment, I'm like, let's. I want
1: you to know that I called Bertakini. 13 times also like okay. i would alternate i was surprised
0: because you know, just because pence was answering his phone yeah P-
1: pence i think has been blocked right now yeah he's like he's, matt has if matt has gun problems this week he's like i'm not going to talk to him was it, a little antelope buck bunch no, of does
0: no. um anyway so i don't know how in depth you want to get into that but. well
1: no so i was super gun shy about elevation coming into this weekend and so i was really paying attention to it and Day 1 we were all downhill shots up to like 20 25 degree stuff. I mean just straight off these cliffs. Yeah. Yep. And um our binos did a good job of doing cuts on those, but I still was I I missed the first shot I missed um of the match was on an elk at 900 and some yards and I saw it go over, adjust. It. I had, I had just hit three shots and I think it was my or just hit two shots and my yeah. third one went over. And I adjusted down and hit the next two. And then I think two or three stages later, pretty easy shot on a ram, maybe 400, 500 yards, steep downhill, kind of from a high tripod-type position. Tripod. Yeah, and I slipped the first shot there over. Man, what? And so I kind of got, well, do I? am I not getting quite enough cuts on these angles, or is my gun a tenth high? And from there, I just started favoring low. I, I would round my dope down if it was three point five seven, I'd round down to three point five and then favor low. So maybe I was cutting out a tenth, tenth and a half. And that really seemed to start lining up. And I just stuck with that then. And I and I told John I said that I think I was down two or three points when I said i'm not missing another shot over i said my next shot i will miss under yeah and my next shot i did miss under <laughs> because right at the end of the day i forgot to dial my dope and I missed uh under by about 10 feet under
0: handful of mills yeah yeah handful of mills so
1: but that like i just and maybe i didn't pay close enough attention on elevation on those last two matches i felt like i did but i i was really trying to focus on that because they had a lot of like you said coyotes um foxes mm. like these l- targets that well, had no elevation that to
0: 1100 them. it was 1115 yard elk was not, he was not, was not three tenths tall yeah he was maybe three tenths tall
1: yeah i well why well, and i hit him both shots and i was like well yeah. that's just clean living because yeah.
0: there yeah. was some luck and those involved are the ones, on that you get through that i got through it with a three you got a seven which is pretty good yeah. but um yeah. Anyway, you won overall. You got uh, shooting light. It was pretty awesome. Um, I think I was. I did not. Sh- I did not shoot good. <laughs> uh. I think I was ninth overall. I I John. just I started off today. I was like, okay, if I clean today, there's a chance. Uh, not a chance to do anything, but like a chance to like place in heavy. Get everybody was in heavy. There was a lot of heavy shooters this weekend. I was shooting heavy, and so there was a chance to get like. Second at best, but probably. Third. I, if I would have cleaned it, I think I would have got third. <clears throat> I did not clean today. Um, <laughs> I
1: think it was all right.
0: Went in and dropped seven right out of the gate.
1: First or second stage of the day, you got like a three on.
0: Second stage. First dra- stage, I went over under on this easy target for a six. Then I went to the next stage and I got. I went over. I went, I say, I went under. I don't, under, over, 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 under.
1: And it's blind. I'm shooting behind you, so I can't see anything, but yep. I can hear. Impacts versus not impacts. A lot of not impacts. And I'm standing there talking to a couple guys, and I'm trying to think about. I have a lead. I've got to figure out how to maintain this lead, not blow up like I did in Montana.
0: Yeah, wasn't a big couple
1: weeks ago. No, it wasn't. A few points, and. I, t- I told the guys sitting there. I was like, you know how hard it is to sit here and listen to your hero miss like this.
0: Like, this is my
1: this is my mentor in front of me. If he can't hit him, I have no chance.
0: I, you, I walked up there. It was four wolves they were like 650 to 800 but they're pretty big like i was like sweet this is they were easy to find straight up this hill steep angle but i was getting good was cuts. like a
1: 20 degree uphill
0: and rock solid prone and i just couldn't buy a hit and they're like this is pretty straightforward the ro's like oh you'll do good and i was like i was like i'll shoot find them and i'll shoot them and i was like you just wait till i start shooting the first shot just sails way under so i make my correction and then go over anyway they're they're like they're like you weren't kidding and i was like hey hold on i'm not done yet." anyway and, that was, and i
1: don't know i i
0: don't know i still i'm i, I clean, gotta check some
1: stuff i if you have some carbon but, build up you have some you have something going on that isn't right that's all i know
0: and it partially is my fault i'm really short on 25 creed brass and so i've been recycling the same 200 pieces horribly like shooting 80 here and sixty here and then mixing the lots and then shooting a PRS match and I've got I left some match some brass with Jake. I shot the Parma match with the PRS match which was really fun I we talking about that I just quick I shot it was fun to shoot a PRS match. A lot of good shooters. First stage, I was a first shooter day one, first stage, we start off and I just get wrecked. I get a three I get a three out of uh out of ten on an easy stage. None of us can tell. Everyone's like, I think you were right. I was like and I thought I was right too, but ended up I was low, and you couldn't tell in the tall grass. Anyway, came up after that and just shot 19 great stages. So it's a little demoralizing knowing you lost right out of the gate, dropping because that was a most guys got eights to tens on that stage. It wasn't a particularly hard stage and um
1: that's while that's while i was shooting in montana because yes, i went to the same, montana same hunter, hunter. you went to yep. yeah and
0: and, and and
1: you lost it at the first and i lost it at the end it,
0: which it's, it's less, a painful which it at first, less painful losing the first, which was, was this weekend for first. me as i knew i was kind of out from day one and anyway it shot it was actually really fun shot re- very good I, I shot high score on a couple stages and cleaned some ones that i was the only clean i felt really it was fun to get back i love prs is awesome um Nick Gordozzi absolutely burned day two to the ground. Probably the best day of shooting ever. He was, like, he was like, he's like, I couldn't do that again if I tried. And he's, I just, Nick's a stud.
1: Do we know who won Lead Farm this weekend? No, nope. Because he was leading yesterday, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, was he was
0: leading yesterday. Um, and Nick's been on, Nick's a great dude. But anyway, he won that. I ended up, I clawed back to fourth, uh, I clawed back to fourth place, which I felt happy about for what it was. I shot great. I saw stuff well. It was, It was a lot of fun. So. Um, anyway, that's a PRS match. Nothing, nothing, it's a PRS match. Pretty straightforward, you guys know. But I did shoot the 25 Creed, and I liked it. All that being said, I had shot all my brass there. I had, I think I've got 250, and I've lost down to about 230. So I loaded every piece I had to take 230. And and so I've got this big mixture of brass. I opened a new lot of bullets. I didn't test it because I've been busy. I loaded my ammo Thursday night. We flew out Friday. I left the house at 2.30 a.m. Friday morning to fly out here to Wyoming. My fault. Not testing it, but I got I got something goofy going on. Cause I, I got a little lazy because this gun has been shooting so good the last three matches. I've just loaded the same thing. Speeds were the same. Everything was good. Low SDs. Everything's great. It just something. I've got some... Pretty dirty vertical going on from prone, and it's it's inconsistent. I'll have, like, a good stage, and I'll have, like, two bad ones. And there wasn't enough wind this weekend for updraft or downdraft. No, not like when I was seeing, like, four and five tenths. There was maybe a tenth here or there, but nothing too crazy.
1: Um, this but just in, Nick Gadarzi Ball Also one lead farm this weekend, BRS Oh,
0: scores didn't change. Clay yeah. Blackhair.
1: Clay was second.
0: Nick first, 187 clay 184 brian knees good for him third place 172 holy gap sorry brian right. 187 184 and then dropped to 172 so so much for points from third place down
1: so clay shot really good but nick just wouldn't let him have it
0: no no yeah clay shot well um nick's the man though
1: so that's back to back
0: gosh yeah um
1: he's hammering huh?
0: hammering I'm looking at scores right here. Anyway, um, so that was my PRS mat. Anyway, I got a big mixture of brass. My fault. I got to sort it out. I think we'll probably try to shoot, maybe shoot Utah next week And so I got a week to figure it out. I got a bunch of baseball games with the boys, but um, I don't know what uh, I shot. I went to North Dakota the last weekend. Was that last? No. Hold on. How about South Africa? I didn't talk about, oh, man. Uh, so, Neil Be- <laughs> well, so Neil Becker.
1: National champion.
0: So Neil Becker, awesome dude bunch of good guys over there Ben and I, I just Warren and I just I don't want to miss I'm going to miss names there's a bunch of good guys uh, uh that we're, we we I've talked to them for years off and on but then Mike Lilly was going to go over there and then for the for the NRL 100 championship South Africa and we're not eligible for like the season awards, but we could go over there and shoot the match, and you could get the match trophy, and, and just and, and shoot a match and go over there. And so, I was going to go over there. The same with Mike, and then Mike was not able to go due to mil- his military. He's not fully out of the. He's still under their. He's not fully retired, so they're still under his control as far as they tell him where he can go and where he can't. And last minute, they told him he could not go to Africa. Anyway, I went over there uh, by myself. Um, Great time. Neil met me at the airport. Just white glove service from the get go. Got me out of a jam with customs and my gun because I didn't bring the right form for some other reasons. Anyway, we got got everything smoothed out. Got out there. Talk about jet lag. Holy smoke, 16 hours. I flew Portland to Atlanta, Atlanta, Johannesburg. 16 hour flight. It's just eight eight hours off or 10 hours off. Years backwards. But got there Thursday late friday kind of got ready and then we shot saturday and everybody came in was kind of curious i was thinking their course of fire was going to be probably overly like pretty i thought it'd be a pretty easy course of fire it was one of the harder courses of fire I shot one prone stage almost everything was off tripod or something up higher to get over the grass and shoot through the brush and every stage was as blind as you could get some of the targets were hard to range i didn't find a couple where the shadows were real sporty hard to see real harsh sun and you know depending on the time of day some were real hard to see real hard to not um some easiest to find some hard anyway good course fire uh ended up i
1: wish i could have gone it where,
0: where fr- why didn't oh i, I don't had know. the france deal yeah you were in france yeah um, was Savage and Loopol.
1: Yeah, that was cool. And Hornady, that
0: was cool. And you got to yeah. take your wife, which was cool. Yeah, okay. There's a mule there. That's why I was. There. Um, another buck. Oh yeah. Um. So that was a lot of fun. I I thought I had a pretty good win to the last stage. I just had a hard wind switch. Didn't catch it. Missed drop three on a stage I absolutely should not have. Thought I gave it up. Anyway, I won. I just I still snuck out of one by a few three or four points, but um. It was pretty good shooters. I was like there's a handful of guys that I was like, Man, you guys could absolutely hold your own over here. You guys shot great and a pretty hard course of fire. So It wasn't
1: like the time back in the day when you went to Canada. No. And <laughs> just hurt all the feelings of an entire
0: country. <laughs> it was not like that. But um no, these guys there were some shooters there. <laughs> I thought Canadian Sorry, man, can- not I bring that well, up. I, it's what happened. I don't <laughs> I Oh, my gosh. The ARS came from that if was If so history brutal.
1: hurts your feelings, I, <laughs> I don't know.
0: So, but I can't say enough nice things about those guys. Uh,
1: and then you went on a Killingsbury while you were there. Yeah,
0: I was able to hunt. We did meals, set up some awesome stuff. He runs an awesome safari, Red Sand Safari. If you guys want to go over to South Africa, it's a really relaxed way to hunt. It's a lot of fun. It's different than I'm used to. All that land in South Africa is private, so you've got a lot of these giant farms. And it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's not a... They're, 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 everything's high fence because animals get out. But you get on these 10,000-acre farms, and they feel pretty big. And we actually went up north by the Zimbabwe border and hunted um, just free range up in the mountains. There's not very much game up there, and you can't do that for... Um, like, for clientele, it's just too low density. You're not not going to get much. But we were able to... We found a, a warthog up there just by chance, a big old warthog, which was really cool. We were looking for kudu, but... We did see a couple, but um, just low densities, a lot of brush. But anyway, just a great time. Check him out at Red Sand Safari, guys, if you guys want to go over there. Um, fair pricing, awesome service. The lodge there's his parents are there. His mom is just a sweetheart, great cook, awesome setup. Hunting from there from all kinds of different critters, but was able to get a bunch of different things and a lot of fun. Hunting in Paula, got a big sable. Um, and to
1: Baboon. and Big Baboon That's where it's it was
0: awesome. Some old warthogs Which was super cool Once you get there You kind of Start to learn like Hey what, The guys are like What do you hunt?" I was like man I'm, I'm not sure We're going to go out And kind of see how See how it goes And um they're like, I was like, what's your favorite? And everybody there was like warthogs, like old warthogs, because they they can't be fenced. They're all free range. They can go anywhere they want. They dig under. They t- they do go anywhere. And so big old warthogs are big old warthogs. So I, my the old one I killed, um, they thought it was between, over 20 years old, which I was like, no way. So just a big old pig, worn down tusks, lot, like just a great pig. And um, killed two two good ones. He's actually said, Geez, this is one of the, the two bigger pigs we've killed in The two biggest pigs I think they've killed since before COVID, um, I think six, seven years. So I felt excited and, and lucky. I mean, we just happened to run into them. But went up to Warren's place, was able to hunt. Awesome guys, awesome family, and just we we're able to hunt some wildebeest up there and hang out with a bunch of guys and have a really good time. Just there's a lot of things. It was, it was, it was. I'm fun. going next year. Yeah, we need to take a crew over there. They, like, it's just a lot of fun. Great hospitality, awesome people. It was cool. i So I won an axe. I, I won the overall, so I won this uh, this cool axe. And there's there's snakes over there. there's black mm. mambas, there's cobras, mm. um, and night there's, adders, there's, puff adders, there's, there's puff adders, and they're all they're a little sporty. Um, anyway, we were going along. A little sporty, like
1: they bite you and then you die. (laughs) Like
0: sporty like that. And so I'm walking up to this stage and and Neil's got my abs. What's going on? He goes, I just had to kill a puff out. or crawled up into the stage while we were shooting. I was like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, we haven't seen these in a while. And just big old, it was probably, I don't know three four foot puff adder like I guess they're a little more mambas are aggressive and cobras are pretty but these are kind of just kind of slow and steady but they'll you just you don't want to get bit by them and they, they, that's not good anyway so I was pretty excited so my axe that I want has some puff adder blood on the blade still I was like don't clean that off I'm playing home with that so I was pr- probably excited. gonna get in
1: trouble for that. Like, did you check that through? Uh, no, I,
0: I thoroughly, through, thoroughly cleaned it before I came home. Oh, okay,
1: yeah. There's there's
0: no puff out or blood. I use alcohol wipes.
1: That's what I was did, getting at. Thank
0: you. Yeah. You're right. I, I did know. clean that. Um, uh, I anyway, there's a whole but I, I I need to post some more pictures. Got some fun pictures, but. Uh, just and Paul, just it was a, it was great, a lot of fun. But you guys, if you guys can go over there, look up Red Sand Safari and Neil. And they've been um, doing
1: a lot of cool stuff with the NRL Hunter series. They like sponsor some they've, stuff. They've had prize table stuff
0: and and um, anyway, there it's it's a lot of fun. So um, he's got a cool Instagram page. I think it's just Red Sand Safari, but. Um, they do have matches over there if you guys can coordinate a match and time Airfare I was able to get round trip with Delta it was it was really easy flights. It, I think I paid 1800 bucks round trip. You get over there and you can pick and choose your animals. All the priceless is on his page. It's it's pretty cool because you can say, hey, this is my budget. And You kind of kind of look and some animals are cheaper than others. One of my price thing I got once you got over there, you learned about bushbuck as well, and you realize how squirrely and hard to come by those are. And I was able to get a big bush buck second to last day. I was really excited about, but those those aren't fence. They go through the fences, so kind of they're free range. So it's kind of that same mentality. here. here is like man, wild is cool. So the war hogs, the bushbuck some of those animals that they you know they can't keep in kind of have that
1: a long long time ago feels like a lifetime ago i spent a week trying to find a bush buck was that on your hunting moon that was on my hunting moon, and i did not get one with a bow yeah yeah you
0: could have killed this with a bow we just kept we kept jumping it and sneaking up sneaking up we ended up killing it right before dark it like stood up in this tall grass like probably 20 25 yards and uh
1: good thing you had your long range rifle i know
0: i'm like free my big i I I was hunting with my 25 creed because that's the gun i took worked great for everything but the sable i would not recommend it take a bigger gun
1: sables are pretty stocky
0: um, they're tough
1: yeah
0: and i didn't shoot a kudu or i didn't nothing too big and i actually shot he- headshots almost on on a lot of stuff
1: they like it. that's their style over was, there
0: dude I, I hardly ever hunted suppress and i hardly ever shoot off a tripod and i did a lot of that over there try, suppressing tripods and we were putting them down so everything i don't normally do is what we did but just a different style of hunting but a lot of fun so Again, I can't thank Neil enough. Like, and, and, and like I said, Warren and Ben, who was co match director, and uh, AJ, I met a, just met a bunch of guys. I know I'm spacing names. There's guys from Trigger Cam I met, the owner and another guy. Uh, he makes this cool brass catcher. All this all this, all this, the stuff they do over there, making different chassis. It's hard because the dollar, the African dollar is pretty weak compared to the American dollar. I don't know what the African, I can't remember what it's called. It's not the African dollar, but... It's just the currency exchange the week. So making stuff in country is, is is, is and the import laws. It's they got a lot of goofy laws. You have to serialize a barrel, so which can take I think they said a year or two. So if you shoot out a barrel, you got to re- buy a re- register, and it takes forever. So like we take that for granted. We shoot out barrels. Oh, this barrel's not shooting good. Get a new and chamber it up, and you shoot a barrel out, and you just swap swap it out as soon as you can. They, it's a big ordeal for those guys. So kind of interesting to learn about. Their dynamics and and hearing them talk about the world championship and our leagues and it's fun. They, they 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 pay attention and they they know the U.S. shooters and 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 it's it's cool. It's uh it's fun to kind of spread your your worldview in the shooting world which i haven't done much mostly just you know u.s and canada so anyway long-winded story heck of
1: a sales pitch i'm I'm in you sold me
0: i mean i was gonna say if you guys can hit a match over there or not and go over there it's a lot of fun i think their seasons mostly from when i was there a couple a month ago till kind of through the summer it's their winter i was there pretty early in the year i was the first hunter in the area actually so all the leaves were still on the trees he said a little bit later um like uh, july and august i think a lot of the leaves come off like it's our fall so all their leaves come off a lot more visibility a little easier to hunt we were in some pretty thick country and everything was leafed up so pr- pretty sh- uh, short shots on a few of these things but um
1: mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm.
0: a lot of fun that was long-winded
1: it's on my to-do list
0: yep. well so moving
1: on you've had some good matches i've had yeah, some bad matches
0: north dakota was great um uh, went over there and i was able to win overall open heavy um uh, two weekends ago. And now I'm. Gosh, dang it! Now I'm space is. Matched Dustin. I believe it's Dustin. I'm an idiot. We should take like n- get name notes before we start a podcast. We should yeah. actually yeah. Because you can't you can't be like buddy
1: or dude. Well, I
0: don't want to disrespect. Like they put a lot of work in. It was well run. I was a little nervous. I got Dustin stuck in my head nice guy and he made i asked i said man i can't get my flights weren't working out but if i can come in really early saturday if i could just chrono um i don't care if i shoot a, ro- a zero board or a rocket distance. dustin
1: miller dustin yeah. miller i had
0: Dustin. okay good good job so dustin miller and and he's like he's like yeah he goes we got spot just rolling early before the brief so i was actually able to go shoot a rocket 500 yards and and check my chrono and and then go over to sign and so he he i appreciate that being able to um make that work flight wise so i kind of signed up for that last minute great match a little nervous to be honest dustin no offense but first time master actor and i didn't i'm not familiar with those guys out there i don't know him as much did a great job pretty challenging a lot of good positions which i liked um he was of,
1: at jim c's match when i won that and okay. i talked to him for a little bit and i really wanted to go to his match it just didn't yeah. work for me date wise
0: and so uh, so props to those guys uh great job um but it was was a lot of fun. Uh, It was, it was, it's fun to see different parts and it was actually being cool country. I was thinking it was going to be flat. I didn't know I'm in my mind, I'm flat cornfield and it's this kind of break country, rocky, craggy little draws and, uh, short grass, just perfect springtime conditions besides the mosquitoes. Um, but a lot of fun. So anyway, that guns been shooting great there and shot great at loophole, uh, shot teams with Dan Burkini, um, Brian Morgan, Travis Miller beat us by a few shots. They burned it down. We shot 19 on on Friday. Shot a pretty pretty sporty score, but our last stage, we shot this prairie dog stage, and it was howling when we shot. And I dropped a couple, and Dan dropped a, dropped a handful, and it just that shot ate, that stage ate us up. I think for seven or eight points. And they cleaned it. They shot it Saturday with with little wind and cleaned it, and then. And, and then they shot great. So they, yeah, they, they and they, they got some really win good.
1: on they got some win on Sunday. Then Started, yeah. but we're on luckily not on that prairie dog stage. They were tiny. It was it was an easy stage if there wasn't wind, but they were yeah, tiny. It was a 420,
0: I think four hundred four hundred twenty yard prairie dogs and, and kind of goofy was prone, but goofy off these kind of it was a little tricky prone, but not yeah, terrible. Yeah, but just a pretty straightforward stage. And it was just we had a twelve we had an eleven thirty to twelve thirty wind just switching back and forth. It, I don't know what it, it was blowing pretty hard at that point 15ish and I don't know 12 to 16 I don't know it was the last stage of our match and it was just ripping and so you'd hit one left edge and then it would You'd go again, you'd miss way left, and have to go, you know, three tenths right, and you'd get a hit, and then you it would just switch him back and forth, back and forth. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That stage ate us up, but a lot of fun.
1: But it's you shot. If we're talking just individual, you had the top individual score there, which doesn't do anything for you when you're shooting in teams. <laughs> but only point that out to say your gun was like yeah, you I were felt, on point. I,
0: I was on. I felt really good. I mean, I was cleaning some pretty baller stages that I was like oh that was pretty good you when you walk up and you see him and you start ranging him, you're like whoo like some skinny 800 you know you get some get some stuff way out there and 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 cleaning those and then dan was on point like dan's was that shot with dan burkeen he's we both i shot good he shot good he got beat up a little bit more than me but shot great and everything was on well just, yeah it and is what it is brian
1: got, and travis they just I mean Yeah, they, they shot they shot great yeah, they, they, shot got, they beat good. us by
0: four points. And yeah. the, and we, we kinda ran the team after that was pretty far down. So we it's funny because you good have standing. a team's
1: curse. I have a team's curse absolutely. You, you and I shot it once together. We lost by one. Yep. Those and it was um,
0: James Rowe, Dave
1: McNeil. And it was they shot out of their minds. It was impressive. Mm-hmm. And then you and Dan team up together and Brian and Travis shot just a killer score they they and then we've sporty. gone to a couple other matches where team score has just been <laughs> way down there you're like why didn't we shoot teams at this anyways you you have a little bit of a team
0: yeah we're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna, get, we're gonna that. Monkey off our back at some yeah. point but so, so um anyway. hold on
1: real quick yep. since a lot of match talk but you need to talk a little about some hunts you got coming up because you got some
0: I'm going on some hunts. Yeah, man, my buddy Ben, um, as you guys know, talking about 29, everyone's asking, I appreciate it, like, how many more you got? Everyone's kind of, you know, you guys here talking about the 29 and working through that, you guys kind of know the journey we're on. Um, I'm at 25, my buddy Ben is at 28. 29th is the Rocky Mountain Bighorn, a difficult tag to get, very difficult, especially for some of the bigger Rockies. Actually, um, I try to tell the whole... Oh, I, I mean, dollars and cents dollars nah, I,
1: wouldn't, I mean that's ben's business <laughs> I don't know
0: <laughs> it's it's i I think it's I think it's fine uh I'm going to run you through it just you guys some of this stuff is expensive so ben like I've said this before seven day works as works his ass off seven days a week he earns it and and he makes some good money and he spends a good chunk anyway trying to figure out the rocky over the last three four five years we've been talking about this for years. Oregon and Idaho have some of the biggest Rockies in the United States right now. Therefore, their tags are hot. Montana Breaks was the big tag for a while. Now it's Oregon and Idaho. Um, the raffle tag, I believe, sold... F- the auction tag. The, the, the auction tag. They have one auction tag, so a governor's tag, which means you can get a Rocky tag and you can hunt anywhere in the state. They have an auction tag that you buy, just bidding at sheep show. They have a raffle tag that you buy raffle tickets and you hope for the best. Some throw in five bucks, some guy throwing twenty bucks, some guy throwing all the bucks, and the ra- auction. I, I don't want to misquote this. I thought it went for three eighty, but I might have been closer to three. Anyway, three hundred to four hundred thousand. It's a lot of money, right? This. To some people, this is not same, but this is what this high-end hunting world is. There's a mule deer tag. One of our friends was sitting next to that sold for seven hundred ten thousand dollars this year. Well, in, in all, the Arizona uh, like, strip, and this
1: money's like it's com- conservation. It's tax deductible, like,
0: and these guys, there's money guys that have a lot of money. There's, it's tax deductible, and it all goes back to the Department of Fish and Wildlife for sheep management, deer management, etc. So it's all it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, so we've been talking for years. Ben, he's like, let's get this rocky. It was, man, it'd be awesome to end in Oregon. we have flown all over the, pl- everywhere, and we could end this with a drive, a little, f- little five-hour drive from the house, and we finished the 29 down the road in one of the hottest, er- the hottest areas for Bighorn in the United States right now. So he's like, okay, we start doing the math. Long story short, historically, if you put in about $140,000 into the raffle, you're going to be around a 70-plus percent chance of drawing. When you look at a three or $400,000 auction tag, that starts to make a little more sense than how insane that sounds to some of you guys. Um, so off to the races. He, he, gets, he gets the money, and he's working hard. He's throwing money in. Um, and all the while, his odds are going down and down and down and down and down. And I'm like, what? So some other heavy hitter starts throwing money in and is trying to buy the tag as well. So now he's 140 deep, and... Um, we're down in the 40% chance instead of 70. And it's just, now you're committed, right? So Thursday night, before I went to that South Dakota match, he calls me up. He's like, hey, girlfriend ran some numbers. Uh, I think if I put in 80 more, I'll be around 70% chance. And, and it's a little tricky the way, when with money coming in and running numbers, and we were off on percentage earlier that year, but I was getting pretty good at running all the numbers of numbers. Of, of, you know, odds of winning and stuff. And so I was, I was up checking my gun that night before I flew out and I had my whiteboard in my shooting area. I was like, hold on, give me some numbers. So I start writing down total numbers. And this is numbers. why I had to call you
1: 13 times when I was working on my gun. You're like rain man with the numbers. <laughs> no. Anyways, continue. So,
0: um, so I'm running numbers and I'm like, I get quiet. He's like, what? And I was like, dude, I was like, I don't want to say he's like, B- I go, but I go, if you put in 80, which. Do the math, one forty plus eighty, whatever ended up, two hundred and a lot. A lot of money. It's it hurts me. It it's just oh, I was stressed. And I go, It's fifty five point it's fifty six point five percent odds if nobody else, if the this other heavy hitter that's been throwing money, if he doesn't put any money in by tomorrow, the next that was Thursday night. Friday morning at ten a.m. was the deadline, so he was going to wait until nine fifty-five to do his purchase. You can buy these. You can buy online um, of these just raffle tickets. There's forty some thousand raffle tickets sold, and he's buying tickets as fast as he can make money and collect it <laughs> from customers. He's he's throwing every dime he can get his hands on right now into this raffle because he's committed. And so I was like, man, I said. I don't want to be a downer, but like I'm the ultimate realist. Like I'm like, hey, you've got 140 and you're at 40 some percent. Take your lumps, keep the 80, start getting ready for next year. Maybe it won't hit. Maybe it won't hit as hard next year, and you can do it. He's like, yeah. He goes, Ugh. he goes, oh my gosh. He goes, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe. And um, he goes, okay. So we get off the phone. I get on a flight like like 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. I'm flying out. I land on my first flight, and I text him. And um, I was like, dude. He goes, I put it in. I could not. I put it in. I was like, oh, my gosh. I land. Take off on the next flight. No service. I'm panicking because while I'm in the air, the second flight, the drawing's happening. And I land, and I'm like, as soon as as soon as soon I get service, my phone's on. We start coming in to land, and I start getting texts. And I'm like, nothing from Ben and I'm like I don't want to ask I'm looking at my phone I type it out I'm like I'm like how do we do I'm sitting there and I'm sitting there and I'm like I don't I'm not sending it I'm not sending it I'm like and I hit send and I'm sitting there just staring at my phone and the planes I'm boarding I'm almost to my row everyone's standing up and he texts me a picture back I post on Instagram it said successful it said Benjamin Rawls and I was like I was just, I could not believe it. It, It's such a big deal. It's hard to put into perspective of how the size of his balls to throw that much money in and end up with a roughly 50, 50, like a coin toss. And that wasn't the intent, but that's what it ended up. And for him to just stay as calm as he stays, like I would be losing my mind.
1: I was like, just knowing, I was stressed just hearing about it. Like,
0: (laughs) dude, it was anyway, I, that's a lot of information. It's a lot of money. Um, I can't stress how hard you know how hard he works and, and deserves it. You, people well, are like, oh, ch- you're so lucky. You're like, no, he put everything on the line, and you wouldn't have done that in the same position. And and some guys get like, some guys put in twenty bucks and they draw, and that's that's awesome. But like, it wasn't he.
1: But he's been how many years? Have has he been chasing the twenty nine? And you got to have forever. that to finish it. Forever. And if that's been your life. Like what you've been working at, like you uh, you got to have that. Yeah, and you and can't wait around till you're.
0: Yeah, well, and prices maybe, are just going up so exactly. much every year. Hunting's just out of control, and you're never
1: going to dr- just draw one off you're a lot. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, you could. I mean, some of you guys have. I know we got Derek Hobby and a handful. Of, I talked to guys this weekend the draw. Like, I know guys that drawn. I've taken people that have drawn. Yeah, yeah people but he's draw, but not going to draw. He's off not going to draw. I'm yeah. not going to draw. Matt's not going to draw. Yeah. Like everybody I know is not going to draw, but everyone somebody does. So. Anyway, that's – so hunting, long story short, that starts August 1st. Super excited about that. Um, and then we're going right up to the Northwest Territories after that, looking for a big doll for Ben. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to be – I'm going on some awesome hunts. I'm super excited. But I won't have as many tags this year focusing on that. Um, met an awesome guy Dylan this weekend. Met him met him North Dakota in some other matches too. But we were talking – hopefully do a little – maybe some wolf hunting with him at some point um, this next winter, try to get a wolf um trying to hunt sick kid blacktail this year that's on my list so those two are on my list uh potentially polar bear this next spring and then rocky will be my last tag as well um so you know you,
1: you kill polar bear you're gonna post that on the gram or uh
0: i hesitate to even say that out on, po- on a podcast because people get so weird about it but um i don't know i don't know
1: can i post it on mine yeah perfect we'll figure something out i mean i'll take the hate mail
0: yeah, we'll we'll figure something out. But yeah, it's a controversial animal obviously. I it's the population is super healthy. Tags are managed. I don't have any I had more columns about it back in the day till I researched it and I've I've actually been up there on a on a pork bear hunt. I have it's just it's as ethical as hunting black bear or anything else we, we all do. Yeah, they
1: are bear that's white. It's racist to not hunt them. That's fair. I mean, it's super racist to not hunt them. It
0: kind of is. That's a good point. Yeah. Um <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> Um, i know i'm brilliant (laughs) and then also going on a heading out to peninsula in october for a big uh, coastal brown which is an awesome it's a cold wet nasty place but there's some giant bears i'm excited to go back there um so some really fun hunts um got to figure out some video stuff still working on that guys there's we got some delays we're working through for some issues we've got and I'm a little little frustrated with some of that but we're trying oh I
1: know you guys have some killer footage I haven't (laughs) seen yet that I'm
0: yeah we're trying to resolve some videography stuff so Um, anyway I mean
1: maybe you should just run out like auditions like if anyone's like killer at video production videoing needs a job send your resume to John
0: well shoot me a message probably on either text me or uh, maybe Instagram I am I don't your DM or whatever slide in my dms is what i'm saying yeah (laughs) um anyway yeah i i guess yeah if you are you if you're very familiar with hunting western hunting backpack hunting um maybe shoot me your info if if if
1: do you like how i just drew that out there no that's
0: good we're we're in a weird spot hopefully I don't know if we need someone but we're trying to look at a few options as a backup and it's coming up quick. So, um not nah, it's going to be
1: me out there with some wobbly right, handicam footage. Gonna, we're
0: going to get we're, we're going to get it one way or the other. Um so uh but yeah, uh, I don't I don't know what do, do you want to
1: I won this weekend it was pretty cool. Like I think we covered that and so you can talk about whatever else. I I just
0: well, it's good else? to get that
1: monkey off my and back you've been working, after a couple on, working losses. on the home
0: range we've been doing oh, you've been doing yeah. some land clearing got some sick lanes we're do we tease the potential oh, yeah. we're we're maybe we'll see we're 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 gonna check some more venues out but it'd be fun we're kind of talking about maybe trying to run a hunter match next year I hopefully we can pull off and if we could we can nail some good dates and get some good weather get some side matches and have a pretty fun. We'll, See if we can pull a fun one off. So,
1: and I've been—we wouldn't do that at my place, but I've been trying to get my range set up to where we've, we've been kicking around the idea of old John and I. You know, if people want to practice some NRL hunter stuff, doing some like training type stuff up there. Mm-hmm. Just set up more specific hunter NRL hunter stuff, not not so much PRS, but
0: yeah, just hunter stuff. And I've been getting some some questions from some of these guys I meet on hunts. um They want to come up and meet, and so you cleared some lanes building some shooting
1: yeah people can sleep on my couch and then shoot the targets you yeah. know
0: shooting some Re- stuff I mean you can shoot turkeys in the morning and yeah there you go whitetails in the afternoon yeah. <laughs> um um and so doing some of that you're clearing that I've been busy I, as you guys did the house remodel you know recently and now I'm kind of working outside so I've been doing a bunch of hardscape and paver patios all stuff I love doing at my own place that's so any spare time I've been it goes to work and then and some baseball. If I can get home in time, and then and then work out, put the lights on, and work out there till ten or eleven at night, and rinse and repeat. That's it's been it's been fun, just going nonstop, and then been able to help Brian a little bit. Brian Pence is building, and so working over there a little bit was able to go over there last weekend after the Inter-L, after the Hunter match, and every day after um, we were done at the Redmond match, I'd run over to Brian's, and we we were setting we were sheeting the roof and, and it, trying to help him get that thing. I fail.
1: Brought my work belt to that match, a hammer, you know, the good stuff. And then he brought his 40 kids. And, and then I did bring the whole crew, and it just – the no, match, the it match was, ran. I mean, and we didn't
0: – the way it worked out, we didn't need you.
1: It was 5 – I mean, it probably would have got it done if I was there, but it was 5, 6 in the evening before we were done each day, and they just – yeah, when you got yep. the little kids, we had to find beds to shove them into so they'd <laughs> shut their little yappers. <laughs> I love them, darlings. Yeah,
0: but you guys saw them, ro in stage one. They had the whole crew there on one. Yeah,
1: it was fun. It was fun, our own. Mert ran a tight ship. One guy had his bipod down. Mert's like, hey, your bipod has to be up to start. I'm like, attaboy.
0: <laughs> you just got rebuked by a seven-year-old. I'm surprised he didn't shoot him with a pellet gun or something. Mert's a savage. Mert, uh-huh. That's y- his youngest son, uh, Matt's son. He's a killer. Matt max is the max keeps everything organized and Mert Mert it it worked out
1: great mert yelled at people and max ran the ipad which i couldn't even figure out how to run and he just he had the scoring system down kept track (laughs) of everything so kids a little whiz
0: yep yep we're doing i don't know we haven't talked mountain forge very much you guys see us kind of getting some hats we're i've been we both have gotten requests for we'll talk about a little bit just requests for i meet these guys and Ask about their guns or we get to these camps up north in different places and I'll run my gun out, everything lines up and they run their custom whiz bang, whatever it is, and their none of their stuff lines up. And then and, and a lot of that's their fault, a lot of that's some of that's just it's just never been set up. And so I getting more and more requests for, hey, do you have anything? Could you help me and so we're working on getting everything set up. We
1: just got our uh, FFL officially this week, actually.
0: Yeah, getting all that dialed. We had a website got taken down because we well, we get canceled cuz we are to canceled cuz we're
1: yeah we're so going to be back in business here rebuilding or in the business or back in yeah. business one of those things any anyway, week now
0: but we like we we start we got we're getting more stuff in stock we've got some mag holsters made just grabbing some hats we get carrying some products getting some we got some sky paws some ground just paws stuff and just
1: that we're we're using a lot that guys are asking about the double pull bipod, triple pull bipod that can be kinda hard to find. We're gonna try to keep a handful of those things in stock for guys. A few
0: things. But mostly catering towards guys asking what do you do? I was like, it's mostly it's mostly you know, kind of hunting focused and kind of ready to go packages for the most part. But we'll we'll expand as we go and getting requests for training like Matt mentioned. So we don't we're 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 making up as we go and we're we're kinda sorting this out. But as you guys see like we're we tag that and you have hats and to just start just starting to get this thing going and trying to get some stuff if you out. want
1: a mountain forge hat they're pretty cool looking actually uh yeah. you just message john's personal instagram directly no, and he will figure out a way to get you on he yeah. loves instagram messages <laughs> i i cannot stress enough everyone <laughs> should slide into john's dms no. more often
0: let's uh we're gonna have the web page up very shortly and we'll, we'll be rocking and rolling so get our payment system so we can if he doesn't to do get this. back
1: to you the first time you dm him just go ahead and hit him up again he will we're just
0: multiple times a day
1: yeah i mean that's what i do or call if you get a hold of his cell number 13 <laughs> 14 calls a day <laughs> he'll appreciate it
0: oh vastly i'm gonna block the get good new number <laughs> no anyway so kind of working on that and doing some stuff but um I don't know. we got a few more matches coming up, and then some hunts, and then we got the Grand Slam. We're heading down to Hornady PRC in a couple weeks. Excited about that. We're
1: going to go shoot the Utah NRL Hunter match yep. this coming weekend as a team if we can get our lives together Maybe. this week, yep. I think. I and then the next weekend is the Hornady PRS, which I've only shot one PRS this year, so I've got to kind of get that start to roll. Um, I yeah. just signed up for the Pennsylvania oh the ag prs ag yeah yeah nice so hornady
0: prc match is awesome if you guys don't know i think brian sykes has a lot to do it every time i've shot it, anything sykes sets up is awesome He he just has a good feel for distance and the, just balancing all the difficult stuff i shot it last year and i was like man there was freaking every stage was
1: yeah the was only great. boring
0: stage was the prs barricade and you got to have a tiebreaker so it is what it is um Everything was great. I mean, just do a great job. Awesome venue. Um, man, it would be so sick if you got down there and it was like 85 degrees and not 95.
1: Oh, yeah. Man. That's the
0: only thing that can make it better if it wasn't 100 degrees. I'll but. bring
1: my sunscreen and <laughs> shade for my gun.
0: But it's it's fun. Super fun. I'm excited to go down there. Um, really need some stinking brass. I need Alpha to fr- run their 25 Creed. So I think they're getting close. Need some more brass. Um, uh trying to think of what else everything's i don't know We that was a lot of catching up that was like 10 matches and
1: yeah i mean just a quick skim have over you learned
0: anything horrible i mean you've you've had some bad ones i had a bad one this weekend i think i took for granted i think i haven't annealed and i really mixed my brass up and i don't know if that's why i was having my 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 dope was on because i'd have a low and a high then i would hit hit good and and so it wasn't like i was it wasn't like I was high, like I wasn't. My cuts weren't right, and I was hitting high all the time. It was all over, so I think my dope, everything was on. I just was getting flyers, and I th- and I'm, I gotta take, ninety nine percent responsibility for that. Well, I don't Know just, what else it could
1: be? And and I swapped
0: I'm, lots of bullets. I didn't pass. I don't I, think that's it. It could be.
1: And I did the exact same thing. We seen everything. We got uh, turkeys, turkeys antelope, down.
0: deer, elk. Where's our coyotes at?
1: And, and I did the exact same thing at Leopold. I I had kind of mixed up brass trying to get all fitted to a new gun um i swapped lots of bullets i was shooting a different lot of powder and i just kind of grabbed everything and went it's been running good oh it'll keep running good and it did not run good yeah. um and then whatever you had going this weekend looked just like what i had last weekend yeah and so and it that just, was
0: me just being a little lazy yeah I, got, I gotta be a little i need to give at least a solid I got to give a gun a solid check and I didn't. I loaded late Thursday before I flew out and I just it's my fault. So I And that
1: a- was mine. Like I switched. again, I I think I you know, different lot of powder, different uh lot of bullets, mixed up brass, like all the things. Yeah. And, and so I don't know which one it was. <laughs> and so this, this I swapped everything for this weekend yep. and it lined up great. Yep. But I still got to go back and sort that rifle out and whatever yep. the heck was going on. Yep. So
0: for you, guys, for you beginner guys, I get this weekend. There was a couple guys who were like, "Hey, what would be the one thing?" You know, I could, I could practice, or, or, or and I was like, "Man, that's a hard." There's a lot. There's not one thing. Um, uh, shoot as much as you can. Go to as many matches. That's you're gonna learn a lot. You're gonna, you're gonna see. You're gonna see where you missed a lot. And I was, I was like, "Well, how did your stuff line up?" He's like, "We were pretty good, but we were." just kind of under and over some. And, and then I talked to some guys, they had mixed, one guy one guy who was shooting brass and nickel-plated brass mixed together, different firings, just different case capacities. Just try to get your gun shooting it, it just consistent. It doesn't have to shoot one hole at 100, but if you can consist, I don't care, if you can consistently shoot, like MOA, if you can shoot a 6-inch group at 600 yards, you're going to hit a lot of targets as long as it's zeroed on whatever you're using to get, your elevation as long as it's dialed in so like last weekend at at the loophole match we RO'd we shot Friday and then I was able to run on Saturday and Sunday it was a lot of work but it was fun Um, I had six skill shooters at the Hunter match and I took them through the 19 stages and so we'd walk them up and we'd point out the targets and we'd range and I'd work with every single one of them and call corrections and it was a lot of fun but one of the big things I saw and it only took a stage or two to sort out but if, if I wasn't there, I think they would shoot 19 stages just as they came. And so what I mean by that is stage one, shooter one, pretty lined out, was pretty close on dope, just kind of wobbly and not awesome position, fine. Shooter two, a half a mil high, half a mil high. Well, I couldn't really tell. I, I just knew she was way high. Way high, way high. I was like, okay, and I'm just spinning her turret down and down. Her, her dope calls for two six and shoots the first target high. I spin it down to, to I don't know, two, I went down three tenths, two, two three, just high or hit top of back. Take two more out, okay, that was pretty good. Next target's three mils. I start her at two five and we hit, and I just, on one stage, you get her pretty close. And then by the second stage, okay, I want you to, from 500 yards and in, I want you to take out four tenths. If a target's 500 yards and out, go ahead and take out five tenths. And we got her lined out. Another guy was plus three. One guy, we um, changed his windage a little bit. And so two stages in, you get these people dialed in, and now they're hitting a lot of targets. I mean, i had some skill shooters. It, it turns,
1: were, it turns uh, not hitting anything all weekend into, man, that was that was fun, and turned, I did pretty good. It
0: turned a couple of those people into, I'll bet, hitting maybe 10, to, 10 targets being off that far because I don't know – that they would have the wherewithal to catch something that far off and correct it with, from awkward positions and, and, and not great equipment, bad rear bags or no rear bags, you know, to – getting 50 60 hits yeah. and some of those guys had 70 yeah. i mean 70 now, 75 the, like, s- the
1: skills that uh the skills class is so cool for that because you're able to be coached on the clocking be helped whatever because nrl has a hard learning curve it's not like prs where you can watch everyone in front of you it's blind you don't know what's going on you don't. Yeah. You, and so it does have a hard learning curve and so that's what
0: uh, well, I, even I this uh, weekend the guy we talked to saturday he you, was like if I, he, he was an like outfitter yeah and he's like, he's like, I feel like my clients. When I'm yelling at them, it's right in front of you. Shoot the shoot the elk. And he's like, I feel like one of them. I can't find the targets. I can't shoot the targets. He goes, I should have signed up his skills. And this guy's shotguns his whole life.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's 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 he, tough. And so, but so in, in Oregon, where you you were running skills guys, uh, squad of them, and I was arrowing a stage, yeah. and there was like thirty skills there shooters skill there that shooters. weekend, and so. Every group of people that come through i 'd say, "Are there skills guys here yeah i 'd bring them all down i 'd let them watch everyone in the group and then i 'd run them through a lot of them didn 't have a, a good shooting bag or a good and I'd, I had extra stuff out there i 'd set it up for. i said hey let 's show you how to run the stage and they I had multiple shooters who 'd get to my stage i 'd look at their scorecard day a zero the stage before a zero stage before that yeah. oh, hey let's get you some hits here we get them line out boom 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 they clean the stage or get yep. a, a six or a seven they'd be so there was a a young girl that uh got a seven on my stage and she hadn't had points in four stage and i think you could just like it completely changed her attitude and it just it was so cool to see that but that's where I've been telling people, man, if you haven't done this, go shoot one his skills so you can be coached, you can watch other people do it, and you it's, really get a feel for it's it. It's
0: super valuable. And so that's what I was talking to this guy. I was like, what could you do? I was like, man, get your dope on, and then don't be afraid. And you guys, mostly, a lot of you guys are experienced listening to this, but if you got friends or someone's questioning, don't shame them. Like, no, don't shoot skills. Like, skills is a really good thing, and you can be encouraged and learn a lot. So just... I mean, it makes any hunter better. One match a year just really opens your eyes. So, um, I th- anyway, don't. I think yeah, this is a cool five, class. Five, six
1: guys we talked to this weekend that this was their first one. They're like, "Man, I've been hunting my whole life. Thought it was a really good shot. <laughs> this was really humbling." <laughs> it was, it
0: was, it was fun. We hung out a lot. It's fun going to these different places. We've been traveling around a fair bit for hunter this year, and it's fun meeting all the different people. But like the, half the guys this weekend were outfitters and guides. It was a blast because we're here in Wyoming and like a lot of killers here. Um, you know mule deer and elk, and that was a blast. But you meet all these different people, and it's just how efficient and accurate and consistent you can get is pretty impressive. But anyway, don't be afraid to shoot skills. Or if you know anyone that's thinking about it, don't be afraid. Don't shame them. No, don't you know shoot, shoot, shoot heavy or whatever. Skills are a pretty good way to start. You know, you get, you can they well, can follow you he, around and watch exactly, you shoot, and then you can exactly. sit there and. Coach them a little bit. You can call some corrections for them on the clock. Most, if you're not jamming anybody up and keeping them moving, ROs are going to let you do that. So, for the most part, anyway, so just that's a quick snippet. Um, but um, that was, gosh, running that, that was a lot of work. It was more work than I thought. I think if we could figure out how to do that more, I'd like to do it more. Uh, I think it was pretty valuable. Um, and then I learned a lot from that perspective as a new person of like, you know, say we're setting up a match. Okay, how can we make. The, this is the age old argument that we have with Travis and other shooters and everybody is like how do you make a match that's very challenging and able to separate in points for people that are geeked out on it and how do you make it fun for the skills guy and the new guy? How how do they can how can they hit twenty or thirty targets and then how can we have some hard targets or or how can we whether it's maybe out of two positions, eight second position is hard, harder, the second target's harder. It's just different ways to separate it instead of having like five easy stages and a really hard stage or whatever. Like I don't, that's not my favorite way yeah, to do it. Yeah, I like it
1: where each stage has easy targets and hard targets or easy position and hard. So everyone's getting some hits and then you can fight for some hard ones. Yeah. Um, you know, something along those lines. But yeah,
0: so anyway, it was fun to see it, that. It was a completely balance. different
1: perspective for me because I've never RO'd um, and so watching all these hunter guys, you know, we get in our little group and you don't know what's going on with these other guys and so seeing these people that you know have a a three by nine on top of their mosberg whatever and you're like oh this is this is tough for that you know
0: six with core locks
1: yeah single feeding them i mean several people coming through with top loaders and stuff and so Mm -hmm. i mean obviously that stuff's not ideal for this format but you can still go out and get better with it doing that you know and so it it was definitely eye-opening to see kind of just the the other spectrum of the shooting so to speak
0: yeah for sure so that was a tangent to get your get your friends to come out of your family or even like guys bringing some pretty good shoes to bring their dads out every once in a while that's fun and but throw them skills making up a good time so um i don't know anything else i'm i feel like we're missing something but i don't know what it is so mm. we'll have to do another one maybe we'll do another one next weekend it oh. sure be nice to do a little bit more regular ones of these
1: it, so, it, it'd be cool to do one after a successful team match
0: i don't know if those exist
1: well If there's a podcast next weekend, (laughs) you'll know. If there's not a podcast, if you you hear a
0: forty-five second podcast of a bunch of swearing and screaming, (laughs) you'll know what happened.
1: Just Cartman.
0: Just. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Anyway, anyway, Uh, I appreciate you guys. Um, I know it's sporadic, but um, as you guys, I know you guys are busy. Everyone's busy, so uh, appreciate you guys um, and talk soon. Later.